0: Weekend edition. Welcome back. New video surveillance technology will be rolled out next month to help Australian businesses maintain social distancing in the workplace, powered by artificial intelligence. The system includes contact tracing and COVID-19 mask detection capabilities without the need for a phone app. As more Australians head back to the office and factories, a new tool will be activated on June 1st to make enforcing pandemic distancing rules easier. Developed by Motorola Solutions, this smart surveillance system will watch where people walk and where foot traffic is causing close contact. It will record it and report it for action. Artificial intelligence is doing all the heavy lifting, so real people don't have to watch hours of video. For example, if wearing a mask is a company policy, you'll be flagged by the system when you're not wearing one. We take our role as practitioners of responsible AI very seriously and pay particular attention to designing products that empower decision makers and also design for privacy. Surveillance tech can already easily track people in a crowd. Here's the system following a subject in yellow. It works the same way in COVID-19 tracing. Too close for too long, the system follows the trail like a detective. If successful, it could be a game-changer in the battle to stop the spread of COVID-19 in the community. Juro Sen, Sky News. To explain more, we have our Sunday morning tech expert, Juro Sen. Juro, we did see your package just earlier. Good morning to you. Obviously, this type of surveillance technology flags some serious privacy concerns. Should workers be worried at all? Uh, good morning, Janie. Yes, in that story you would have seen how very quickly it could target people and find out how far apart they were and it's invaluable during this battle against COVID-19. But I think there are serious privacy concerns, but that really is up to the workers and the workplace to sort that out. Now, Motorola Solutions haven't said who's actually going to implement this, but I know that there will be campuses like for educational...
1: We want to welcome you back to a second week of a series that we are calling, What's Happening? And if you missed last Sunday, the good news is you can go back and see what was happening last week, but this is part two. And just a quick introduction. This is simply just to let you know, among the COVID-19 virus, what is happening along with this? And we're not having to try to you know, scrounge around to find information about it. It's well publicized, documented in uh, places that the world is used to seeing. And the one that you just uh, heard about was actually off of an Australian uh, news channel uh, about a week or two ago, and it featured a Motorola video. And if you didn't hear our announcement last week, we've put up a page that's uh, just titled multitudeschurch.com slash live and all of the links, all of the sources that I've used last week, that I use this week and probably the next two weeks while we're in this series, they'll be there for you to look at more in depth later on and that actual video is on Motorola's website as well, uh, a portion of it and the links are there in the sources description. Uh, but I also want to share just briefly with you about uh, why we are looking at what's happening. And that's because COVID-19 is kind of like, um, I know everybody's focus is on the sickness and, and, and even the vaccination. But really, this, this is uh, you need to look at this virus as something like a rug, like a rug like we have uh, that you walk on when you enter the church the the virus is, is is a rug that all of these other technologies and all this puzzle it's a, it's a piece the virus i told you last sunday is a piece in a puzzle that's a prophetic puzzle and now we're actually uh, are seeing what it looks like or what the face of it uh, resembles and there's uh, another article I want to just share with you real quick because these technologies is, is the rug and the vehicle on which uh, all of the things I told you last Sunday from vaccination and, and uh, uh, the cryptocurrency, digital currency, it will use this means. But just up the road in Raleigh, there's a, 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 a really a great company. It's, they've done well. SAS, you may have heard of them one of the top ten places to work in the world for a while, and it probably still is. They have an article that on their website that refers to the Internet of Things, and that's something I just want to bring to your attention. You may have never heard of this. I briefly mentioned 5G technology. A lot of you have 4G on your phone, but 5G technology as well as uh, IoT or Internet of Things are are kind of uh, two... Two very critical pieces of technology that uh, the mark of the beast uh, will will depend on, and and we'll look at that in a minute, but I just want to share this uh, article with you or a part of it. It says, Internet of Things refers to a vast number of things that are connected to the Internet so they can share data uh, with other things. IoT applications, connected devices, industrial machines, and more. Internet-connected devices use built-in sensors to collect data. I showed you that last week on the cryptocurrency site about how a sensory system is used. uh, And in some cases, act on it. IoT-connected devices and machines can improve how we work and live, which is going to be a great selling point for this technology as we get closer to tribulation, the return of the Lord, the mark of the beast, all of that. Real-world Internet of Things examples range from a smart home that automatically adjusts heating and lighting to a smart factory that monitors industrial machines to look for problems, then automatically adjusts to avoid failure. There's also, if you scroll down on that page, there is a a nice PDF graphic that we're going to just show you parts of it we cropped. And it's just a quick explanation of... Uh, Internet of Things has three main parts, and I want to share those with you. Uh, the first part is things, which is uh, objects, machines, and other IoT devices that use embedded sensors to collect data. The second part is network and connections, uh, and networks usually uh, use wireless that connect IoT devices. and then. Thirdly, (coughs) excuse me, is systems, streaming analytics, processes data on the fly, cleaning it, then triggering actions if needed. And then lower down (coughs) on that same article, it says uh, how much data, it just talks about how much data is out there with Internet uh, uh, (coughs) things, and that is IoT devices, there's 127 Brand new devices that connect to the internet every second. 150 billion devices will be connected across the globe by 2025. And the third thing is the global data sphere will grow from 33 zettabytes in 2018 to 175 zettabytes by 2025. Now, I know all of you know what a zettabyte is, don't you? You just think, oh man, that's not a zettabyte, come on. I got 50 zettabytes on my phone. Well, a zettabyte is 1,024 gigabytes to the third power, I think. Uh, and just to break that down in layman's terms, if you were to take a gigabyte, which is a storage uh, an amount on a phone, or a speed, Uh, on the internet, if you were to take one uh, zettabyte, it would take the equivalent of a 12-digit number, and I don't know what it is, and I probably couldn't pronounce it if I did. That's how many gigabytes is in one zettabyte. And it just shows you where all of this is is kind of going. It's about trackable data that can be processed real quick and in the case of like we're living in, possibly to let me know if somebody in Zimbabwe is having a relapse of COVID-19 or some other type of virus, and, and to track that person, isolate that person, or treat that person, or that village, or that community, or that country. That's why technologies like Internet of Things, where everything's really connected together, and also 5G, which if you haven't heard about 5G, and I'll tell you this quickly uh, so you'll know this, uh, 5G technology was advertised not too long ago on, um, let's see, I think it was T-Mobile and Sprint kind of came together to present a brand new uh, 5G network, which is faster internet on your phone and all that. But that technology is really going to play a global part in tracking and information being exchanged and all that. And there's, there's another, uh, there, there's so much information, that's why I have to cherry-pick and pray every week, God, just let me stay with what we need to do this week. And so there's one on businesswire.com, which is also still, this is a Berkshire Hathaway, we talked about them last week. This is another one of their companies. And this just simply says the healthcare segment to record uh, or, or to record higher investments and growth in 2020. I'm not going to read the whole article, but I do want to skip down to about the last three uh, sentences that says the fast spreading of the COVID-19 has taken over the entire healthcare ecosystem from pharmaceutical companies, drug makers, COVID-19 vaccines, uh, developers to health insurers and hospitals, applications. And telemedicines, and this is important, including remote patient monitoring and interactive medicine along with inpatient monitoring is expected to gain traction during this time. And if you remember last week when we showed you about the patch that could be embedded with the dissolvable uh, little spikes that can not only treat you, but it can also... uh, implant a, a, a sensor and data that can, can uh, be read with a smartphone. There's also another method uh, that could possibly uh, or along with it be used, and this is something that's from a, a, a company that has just kind of almost exploded because of this uh, this need for a vaccine. It's uh, Apoject America, and we have a short video that can explain it better than the preacher can explain it. So I'm going to let you see uh, another type of vaccination that possibly could uh, pave the way for everything we're talking about concerning what's happening. Take a look at the
2: screen. Today, the world is battling a global pandemic, and there's plenty of work to do. Some needs are obvious, like developing medicines and vaccines. Some needs are less obvious, like finding a faster way to put those medicines and vaccines into small glass vials so every person in America can quickly get vaccinated. This task sounds simple, but it's surprisingly hard. America has 330 million people, all of whom will likely need two to four injections. That means packaging between 660 million and 1.3 billion doses of a vaccine, which requires an enormous number of glass vials and syringes. We have some of those glass vials and syringes in stockpiles, but not nearly enough. And it will take at least 12 months to get the needed amounts. We can't wait that long. And even if we somehow got all the glass vials and syringes, we will also need specialized filling machinery to fill all those vials. Again, we have some, but not nearly enough. And for guaranteed access, those filling lines must be located in the U.S. Unfortunately, most are overseas. These obstacles explain why America's Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response and the Strategic National Stockpile, both part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, have teamed up with a U.S. company called Apiject Systems America to help package hundreds of millions of doses of vaccines and therapeutics fast. The partnership is called the RAPID Consortium. RAPID will build U.S.-based facilities to make a new kind of plastic pre-filled syringe at extraordinary speed. These facilities will make enough pre-filled syringes to inject every man, woman, and child in America with just the right dose 30 days after a vaccine becomes available. Plus, every pre-filled syringe can have an RFID chip attached, this will allow healthcare workers to use their mobile phones to automatically capture where and when every injection takes place, helping public health officials make more informed decisions. And to help make sure this vital national resource gets built on time, one of the world's 10 largest investment banks, Jefferies Financial Group, is raising a billion dollars in capital. The secret of Rapid's filling speed is an FDA-approved aseptic plastic manufacturing process called blow, fill, seal, or BFS for short. It's the same process that makes disposable eyedrop containers. Every year BFS is used to package billions of doses of vaccines and medicines worldwide. Building the rapid network would ordinarily take three to five years. But RAPID is finding ways to start making tens of millions of pre-filled syringes every month later this year. RAPID is what America and the world need, a public-private partnership that blends government defense expertise with private enterprise efficiency. I'm Jay Walker, the chairman of RAPID. Together we will overcome this virus for a safer, healthier society. I love the name Rapid,
1: that's fast, and that lets you know how fast things are happening. And uh, My goal is not to be a news uh, anchor person every week, but uh, I think it's only fair to God, it's only fair to you, that if if you are not aware of all the other things that's going on and what's happening, I think you have a right to know and you should know how all of this stuff. Plays a role in uh, what's really going on, and this is kind of uh, leading me right into the Word of God in the second chapter of Colossians, and I want you to go there. There's two scriptures we're going to look at, but I don't want the the devil to catch any of us unaware, and I believe we should study to show ourselves approved until the Lord returns, and. Uh, There's nothing to be afraid of if you are a believer. Absolutely nothing at all. But as you watch the news and as you hear of technologies that's going on, uh, COVID-19, again, is just one small piece of a puzzle that's going to utilize all of these things. And the biggest, by far, the biggest thing that COVID-19 has been able to successfully do to the population of planet Earth is impregnate it with fear. It's, it's taken more lives that are still breathing uh, with fear than it has the sickness, than it has with death or anything. Fear. And this fear is going to be harnessed along with all these other technologies. And the Bible tells us that unless the Lord would shorten the days, that the hearts of man would fail them because of fear. And I I know probably as many Christians that are fearful. And I I mean, I'm talking about everybody from men of God to churches to, to people And and we all have been groomed and are being groomed and conditioned so that we will feel like there is only one solution. And that's where I want you to keep your mind. Because Colossians chapter 2, the New King James uses a word that that I'm using today. It, It uses the word cheat. Paul uses the word cheat within ten scriptures of each other. And if we are not careful what is going on in our planet, that I'm not saying, you know, I quote Pastor Steve every week, there's a difference between being fearful and being careful. I'm careful all day long. You come next week, you'll see how careful we are. But I am not afraid. I'm not afraid of the virus. I'm not afraid of anything else. I can't believe God orders my steps, and He is my shield and my buckler. I can't believe the Lord is my shepherd, and also date... Fear. I can't do that. And if you can, we have a different type of religion going on, but mine won't allow me to do that. But I'm still careful. And so, I don't want people to be cheated during all this. I don't want my church family to be cheated. I don't want to be cheated. I don't want the body of Christ to be cheated. And you've got to watch out because fear will rob you. The devil's job is to kill, steal, destroy. We say it many times. But You've got to know what the Word of God teaches us, and you've got to know that God is greater in you than he that's in the world. And I know everything from movement to politics to money, everything else is attached to this virus and all that. But that's the way it's going to be, and it's only going to increase because now people are finally... uh, feeling like, well, we've got to do whatever is told of us to do in order to survive. And you have to know that with that, there can be a lot of cheating spiritually if you're not careful. So we're going to look at verse 8 to begin with. It says, beware lest anyone cheat you. The King James uses the word spoil through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. And then over in verse 18, he uses the word again, but this time the King James Version uses the word beguile. It's kind of like a referee that makes a call and all that and there's a, a, a play that's being called wrong. But Paul uses a word that me and you would think of the word cheat. Again, let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. And you you see this. You see either a lack of humility or or you see a fake humility that's going on in in, in politics and and, and all of these other things. And folks, you've got to know this. Satan already has the world, but he doesn't have the bought believer. He doesn't have those that have been purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. So what he will do is manipulate times and seasons and, and conditions, and he'll try to cheat you. If it's nothing more than cheating you and robbing you of a good night's rest because you're wondering, well, who touched me today? Where did I go today? I heard I was just there and they were sick. And I'm being very uh, vague and basic right now. But it's much more serious than that. People wonder about all this. And, and you know, it's not a coincidence that we're going through this phase of a coin shortage and all this right now. You are being set up to be cheated on and to be cheated by the devil and by the fear and by everything we are careful we are not fearful remember that hide that in your heart because you're going to have to know this you're going to have to know the word of god and the devil will not stop at anything covid is only one small checklist on a long long list he has just to do what He can to get you off track so that you won't be the light, as we talked about Wednesday night, so you won't feel the need to pray or you feel too pressured to pray or you won't give. There's no sense in giving right now. I need to store up money or I need to store up this uh, because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And so He will do all of these things to cheat you. He will cheat you from robbing, I hope, next week. I hope one of the first things that I have to figure out how to do is when we have the return. uh, Pastor, I've got to get busy for God. I I have had a wake-up moment the past five and a half months of my life. I want you to tell me what I can do. If it's sweep the parking lot, if it's open the door, if it's do something at the other campus, I want to know what I can do because I know now time is running out. If this is all I got left is to make a difference that's going to register in heaven. I hope I have to deal with that. And I'm really praying about that, to be honest with you. But if you are not mindful of this, the devil will say, Listen, you just need to keep your mouth shut, stay in your seat, stay at home, mind your own business. When God lays it on your heart to call somebody and tell them you're praying for them or you love them or give them a scripture, you don't need to do that because, see, when you do that, it blesses you. I've been blessed so many times. Just in the past two weeks, people calling me or texting me or cheering me on and all this. And folks, you've got to understand this. Let me me take you to another part of the Bible. Instead of worrying about fear, instead of worrying about what could happen to the economy or, or all this, you need to think of what God sees you as. And that's a soldier in an army, man. You are fighting a bloody battle until the trumpet sounds. Your mindset ought not to be on anything else. Like I told you midweek, when you wake up, my job, my protocol today is light. When I wake up Monday, light. What, well, I wake up Tuesday, light, salt. I've got to help somebody. I've got to pray for somebody. I've got to do something that's going to make a difference. I've got to reach out and I've got to pray. I've got to fast in behalf of this need. I've got to check on this person that may not have had anybody to check on them. I've got to do what God wants me to do. I'm a soldier in his army. Let me tell you something. You could talk to anybody in the Marines or the Army or any of our forces. They would tell you that when they are sent to battle. It doesn't matter if it's Afghanistan or where it is. Their title does not change because of circumstance changed. They go over there, and all of a sudden, they set up camp. They're a soldier, and uh, 500 feet from where they are, a landmine explodes. They don't say, well, we better go in our tents and start making... Uh, Uh, quilting blankets and and crocheting and all. No, they are still soldiers. They still fight. It doesn't matter if it goes off over there. That just means I need to pay attention to what my surroundings are. This is the mindset of the bride of Christ. We cannot be cheated during this time. You need to be a breathing line when you wake up. The devil ought to be scared to death that God let your heart beat one more Monday tomorrow morning. You ought to do all you can. Your feet, hallelujah, ought to hit the ground. You ought to praise God and worship Him that you've got air in your lungs and you can sound off the praises of God. You ought to do this. And make him miserable. He's made you miserable. He's made our church miserable. He's made our community miserable. He's made our state, our nation miserable. Listen, it's time for us to turn the tables. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. And the word teaches us this. We ought to leave this life when the trumpet sounds or God calls us home like you did Sister Watford. We ought to leave this earth with smoke coming off of our body for doing great things for God. Hallelujah, we ought to. The Bible tells us in the fifth chapter of Acts that because of not paying attention, a man and his wife, you just saw it, Just a few minutes ago, a man and his wife got cheated. And this is why you cannot stop. You can't stop during COVID if you've been praying, but all of a sudden your schedule changed and you quit praying at home. No, you can't can't stop. There was a man in the fifth chapter of of Acts, Ananias and his wife Sapphira. They were part of the, the, the birth of the church. And... They saw God do great, mighty things. They saw thousands added. They knew all about the upper room. Experience. They knew everything. They knew all of this. But something happened. When the Spirit of God moved, and I'm condensing the story, when the God laid it on, laid it on the people's heart to, to give an offering, to bring everything so they could meet the needs, they, the Bible says they kept back part of the money and said we'll only take some of it and what Peter did was told them listen you haven't lied to man but you've lied to the Holy Ghost and right then because he placed more value in something so temporary like money the Bible says his heart quit beating and he dropped dead right then and then a space of time a couple hours went by, and his wife didn't know what ha- She didn't know there was already a funeral, fried chicken scent, not really, and already a burial had taken place for her husband that she connived with and that had already been cheated out of living the rest of his life being part of a great thing God was doing. And she repeated the same thing. She said, yeah, we sold the property for this much money, And when she did that, he said, Why, how, 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 how have y'all together conspired and twisted all this that God's doing and you put more value on something like money than the work of God and the move of God. The same feet that buried your husband, they're at the door and they're coming to get you. What am I trying to tell us today? What is the Lord trying to tell us, rather? The Lord wants us to know that you can't ever get too comfortable. Because the day that you get comfortable is the day that you are being cheated. And the devil's going to rob you, and you will never ever know that you're being robbed. He will make it look like it's normal, it's okay, nothing's going to happen, there's no ramifications whatsoever. Uh, Because you're still going to heaven, remember that, he'll tell you. You know, the whole grace thing, don't worry about it. You just keep doing what I'm telling you to do, and you're all right. You know, the preacher will understand, God will understand, the church will understand. Folks, I'm going to tell you, if you're not careful, he will tell you a lie that seems like it rolled off of the lips of God. Well, how in the world can I avoid that? The only way you can avoid that? is through prayer and this book right here. You cannot expect to have an edge over Jesus Christ. When Satan tempted Jesus, he didn't bow his chest up and say, look here, boy, you know who I am. He said, it is written. It is written. And Satan knew it was written, but see, he still pushes anyway to try to cheat. He wanted to cheat him out of his Godship. He wanted to cheat him out of his authority. He wanted to cheat him out of his name being Jesus that when I can say his name, I can be healed or you can be set free or a a person that's bound can be delivered. He wanted to cheat Jesus Christ and he's still thirsty to cheat me and you. And you've got to know this book right here. And if you have not gotten in this book, it is high tide to get in this book right here, right this minute, because the night is coming, as I've told you, And no man can work. It's going to be too late to do morning Bible reading and devotion when you're standing in front of Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. And today is the day that you need to realize they're going to keep making chips. People are going to get chips in them. They're going to tell everything that's going on. Somebody's going to be left here. I know all this is happening. I see it unfold in front of me so it's not like it's hidden. And then they're going to open the curtain one day and say, by the way, this is what's been going on. No, it's all in front of us and we are not ignorant of His devices. How many times have I quoted that to you over the years? But we've got to be careful because we might just start being ignorant of his devices. So, we know what's happening in our world. We see it. I told you a couple of weeks ago, uh, when I, or last week rather, when I introduced this series about the What's Happening show, but the Lord reminded me of something else that happened in the mid to late 70s, maybe early 80s, but when I was, when I was a, a boy, I wasn't a teenager yet, we had an evangelist that came to our church. His name was M.L. Berry. Now, this has been about 40 years ago. And he would preach about the return of the Lord and about the mark of the beast. And he would uh, quote scriptures and use the Bible. And, good. and all we could do was just like imagine. We didn't have articles and things like this. There wasn't even a cell phone. There, there wasn't anything like this. I mean, man the best TV reception you could get is antennas with some crafted tin full. Y'all know what I'm saying out there. No, you don't. You're not old as dirt. You don't know what I'm saying. And so, or you could stand in the living room and holler for the other person to turn it outside until it got clear. Y'all have no clue what I'm talking about because you can watch it on your phone. But that really happened back yonder. And we didn't have any technology to try to, paved the way to show us what was happening. But now it's like this. We can't even keep up with 127 devices per second so all over, being connected to the Internet of Things. And he wrote a song that was based off of a bumper sticker that he would produce. and, and, And we had them, and I wish I still had one, but I can see it in my mind. It was a black bumper sticker with yellow writing, and it had two lines on it. It just said, Jesus is soon coming. Time is running out. And 40 years ago, that shook me without all of this going on. But man, I'm telling you right now, I am really shaking because... I do see this stuff. I don't know everything. I can't code and all that kind of stuff. But I know just a small little bit about technology and I understand a micron of it and just a little bit that I do understand I can see it, man. And I'm telling you right now, you cannot keep up with it. You won't keep up with it. The only thing you can do is be ready. Be ready for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. I don't know when He's coming. I know He's coming, and I know the signs are everywhere. And I know that my job is to be ready and to help prepare a people to meet a God that sent His Son to die for them. And I want you to close your eyes so we can pray right now. Father... There's people everywhere that need to know that you love them. And God, I know you love them. But they may have had a bad experience somewhere with someone misrepresenting you. They may be told that Christians are just judgmental people, that God just wants to punish people. And Lord, that's so untrue. God, that's help them to see. All You ever did was just to love us and send Your Son, Jesus, to die for us. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that You would help people everywhere to know I don't need to give religion a try. I need to let Jesus change my life so I can be a child of God. Father, I pray in Your name Lord, that people would search their hearts right now. God, things are moving at an alarming rate. And God, I don't even know how many people even know of the things that I'm speaking of today. But God, it's happening in the background, Lord. And there's so many people, so much money, so much of the politics and industry and entertainment and all the news outlets are involved in all this because Satan has control of this entire world and all things in it. So God, He's got the whole world at His disposal. And people may not realize it, God. But everything back feeds something else. And I pray that if I'm talking to you online right now, you would just simply say, God, forgive me of my sins. I don't want to be left on this earth. I don't want to suffer the wrath, Lord, that will be poured out during tribulation for unregenerated man, Lord. God, help people to see you have not appointed your children to wrath. But there's only one way. God, if we don't allow your punishment, your payment for our sins, God, Lord, that we're going to have to experience the wrath for rejection, you, you, Lord, for rejecting, Lord. And I know people think they'll be saved during that time, but God, it doesn't look good if people can't surrender to you now. Because God is so good And all he wants to do is save you. All he wants to do is give those of you that are watching online, he wants to give you peace. It's not God's will for you to be cheated. So why don't you just tell him, Lord, the rest of my life I'm going to pay attention, I'm going to be diligent. Why don't you declare that and sing that to him? So good. God, that you would keep them God, God we would stay in your word so God, we would be mindful we would not allow the devil to God, cheat us with loose talk being so negative good. with not paying you're attention so God, bring us back next week if it be your will Lord let the words of our mouths
3: God,
1: and the meditation of our be set, Lord. Your side, yeah. O Lord, our strength.